0: Welcome to chapter 28 of The Lock. It's called The Rest. Before we jump into this week's episode, just wanted to remind you that uh, the box set of my Transhuman Chronicles trilogy is now available on Amazon as both a Kindle ebook and in paperback. And the series is basically about a guy who Uh, Is in a coma for 15 years and when he wakes up he finds that uh, his consciousness has actually been transferred to a robotic body and then uh, it's also about the company that makes those robotic bodies and another company that makes um, different replacement bodies that are uh, organic, basically clones and uh, kind of the corporate espionage and hijinks that go along with those companies competing with each other and vying for market dominance. So uh, check those out if you want. If you go to Amazon, just search for um, Transhuman Chronicles and my name, Stephen Weibel, and it should come up. Uh, You can also check out the first book in that trilogy, which is called Duplicate Minds for free. And uh, it's available on uh, Wattpad and also uh, Amazon, pretty much anywhere else that you find ebooks, Kobo, uh, iTunes, iBooks, uh, Google Play, Barnes & Noble Nook, and all that good stuff. So uh, check it out if you're interested, and with that out of the way, let's jump into this week's episode. Chapter 28. The Rest. Lena was stunned silent. Gabriel's reaction now made sense. Or at least, it made more sense. But she was still confused. Gabriel had told her that he'd had no memory of his mother, and that she wasn't a big deal to him. Why, then, would he have such a strong reaction to being given her diary? She tried to pose the question as delicately as possible. That's, I have no words, she said. But why did saying her name cause you so much anguish, Gabriel? I thought you said you didn't have strong feelings about your mother since you couldn't remember her. Gabriel offered a feeble shrug. Honestly, I'm just about as confused as you are, he said. I don't know what came over me. I think, I think maybe I've been suppressing some feelings without realizing it, and seeing her name in that journal was like popping the top off a bottle of champagne. It all just started spewing out. Lena nodded. I guess that makes sense. They stood silently for a moment, and she added, Are you, are you going to read it? Gabriel seemed overwhelmed by the question. Yes, eventually. But right now I'm exhausted, both physically and emotionally. I don't think I have it in me to start it tonight. Of course, Lena said. Let's get some rest tonight, you can start into it in the morning. They walked back the way they'd come, on the hunt for an inn they could avail themselves of for the night. Finally, they came across an establishment called the Red Stag Inn they walked through the door, the innkeeper, an unkempt man who looked to be in his late twenties, sat behind a makeshift desk, asleep. Excuse me, Gabriel said loudly, and the innkeeper awakened and sprang to life. Ah, hello, he said. He stepped around the desk and offered something halfway between a a bow and a curtsy. How can I help you? Do you have a room available? Of course, the man said, grinning, and Gabriel thought he was laying it on far too thick but as long as he'd have a pillow under his head and a soft mattress under his ass, he'd be happy. We'd like one, please. The man nodded and retrieved a key hanging on the wall behind the desk. Right this way. He led them to the room and then granted them their privacy. The room had a single bed, but they'd both been too exhausted to even ask for one with two. Gabriel flopped onto the bed, weighed down as much by the weight of his emotions as by the clothes he hadn't bothered to remove. Lena removed her coat, but remained in her other clothes, not from exhaustion, but rather for the sake of modesty. She slid in beside Gabriel, who had already fallen asleep. She closed her eyes, knowing she would soon join him in slumber. When Lena awoke the next morning, she was surprised to find that Gabriel was not beside her in bed. She sat up and saw that he was crouched in the corner of the room, his head down and facing his lap. Gabriel? He looked up, startled. Hey, he said. You're awake. Good morning. She saw now that his mother's journal was firmly situated in his lap, but the cover had not been cracked open. He appeared to be looking at a closed book. Good morning, she said. What are you doing? He offered her a sheepish grin and a shrug, trying to muster up some courage. Lena got out of bed and came and crouched beside him. We can read it together if that would help. Gabriel shrugged. It might, but we'd better get some breakfast first. I'm starving. Lena nodded. Good idea. So am I. They got dressed, checked out of the room, and headed into town. They made their way back to the pub they'd patronized the previous night, and when they inquired about breakfast, Lena was delighted to discover that they served lox, or at least something resembling it. It was a welcome familiarity in an alien world. They ordered enough for them each to indulge themselves past the point of satiation and took a seat at the same table they'd occupied the other night. There's one thing I don't understand, Lena said. Why would anyone want to steal your mother's diary? I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand why it's important to you, but I don't see why it would be significant to anyone else. Gabriel shrugged. I don't know. I guess we'll find out when we read it. She leaned back and placed her hands in her lap. She bit her lip. The last thing she wanted was to rush Gabriel or make him feel uncomfortable, but at the same time, she was dying to find out what was in that diary. Plus, if they didn't crack it open soon, they were essentially just spinning their wheels. She couldn't stay here in this world forever. She wanted to help Gabriel, but they needed to get on with the journey before she lost her patience. She leaned forward and clasped her hands together, looking earnestly into Gabriel's eyes. What are you waiting for? He seemed rattled by the question. He didn't answer at first, but then he shook his head and let out a sigh. I don't know, he said. He grasped the corner of the cover and pulled it open. Best to just rip the band-aid off, I guess. Here we go. And that concludes chapter 28 of The Lock. Thanks for listening, and if you want to read along, you can uh, read for free on Wattpad at tinyurl.com wattpadthelock. Thanks a lot. See you next week.